Have you ever wondered how you can not come across as needy, desperate, or validation-seeking when it comes to uh, relationships, when it comes to uh, connecting with someone else and being able to create that kind of connection that you're looking for? That's what we're going to be talking about in this video today. And stay tuned through to the end of this because we're going to be giving you some practical tools and resources to help you make all of this happen. Hey there, it's Clay with modernlove.life. So we all, I think, know that it's not a good thing. It's not going to help you out to come across as desperate or needy or validation-seeking or anything like that, especially when it comes to relationships. But how do we actually do this? Because there's definitely a lot of people that, despite the fact that this is, you know, pretty much, I would imagine, universal knowledge, uh, people are still coming across as desperate and needy. So how do we go about doing this? And you know, you might expect me to tell you things, you know, like, oh yeah, you know, pretend like you don't want it, play hard to get, uh, you know, date a million people so that you don't, uh, you know, get emotionally attached to one person or something like that. That's not what I'm going to tell you to do because these are just surface level uh, ways of approaching this problem of neediness and validation seeking. And you know, if you've watched, uh, other videos on this channel before, you know that I, I like to address things at the root cause rather than, uh, you know, just looking for quick fix band-aid kind of solutions that are going to leave you in some other predicament, you know, uh, a couple days later or something like that from the same root cause. I mean, that's, you know, like it, it's, it's just not a useful endeavor to just try and fix one dumpster fire problem to just fall back into the same dumpster fire, um, you know, just a couple days or maybe a week later, right? So let's actually solve this at a much deeper level. The big thing about how to come across as not being needy or desperate or validation seeking is to actually become non-needy, non-desperate, non-validation seeking. If you're able to do this, then that is how you're going to really come across that way. Because if you're, if you're just not desperate, then the things that you do, the things that you say, um, aren't going to come across as desperate because you're not aligning yourself with the energy of desperation or neediness or validation seeking. You're instead uh, you know, aligning yourself with, hey, I'm comfortable in my own skin. I know that I'm enough. I know that I'm worthy of love. I know all of these sorts of things. And I hope you do know that. I hope you do know that you are worthy of love for the person that you are. You know, that's been a, a, a very core message that I've tried to communicate um, on this YouTube channel for the past, you know, 10 plus years is that you deserve to be loved for who you are. Please make sure you hit the thumbs up button for the YouTube algorithm. Please make sure you subscribe to this YouTube channel if you're not already subscribed and hit that notification bell as well too. And just affirm that message down below in the comment section that, you know, hey, I deserve to be loved for who I am. So this brings up the question of how to actually not be needy. And what you are probably going to want to do is to take a little bit of a look at yourself and examine yourself and examine sort of what your emotions and beliefs and thoughts are about, you know, whatever the situation that's at hand here that could be causing you to feel a sense of neediness. You know, are you, um, you know, wanting to be in a relationship with someone with that person uh, maybe doesn't seem that interested in you right now. Is that where this is coming from? And you feel like you need to um, get their approval for, for whatever reason, right? 
start to look at where is that coming from? Is it coming from, oh, you know, um, if, if this relationship doesn't work out, then, you know, it means I'm not worthy of love, or it means, uh, you know, I'm not good enough, or it means, you know, whatever it could mean for you, I don't know. But start to look through that. And, you know, it's not uncommon for me to talk to people, say, yeah, you know, I, I look through that and I'm good, I'm fine. But I'd ask you to take like a deeper level look, go a little bit deeper. Like, okay, is there a part of you that is looking for validation? Is there a part of you that's like afraid of rejection? Is there a part of you that's afraid of not getting what you want? Is there a part of you that doesn't trust yourself to just surrender and let the best things come into your life? Is there a part of you that feels like you need to white knuckle onto, you know, whatever blessings or good things are coming your way, whether that's, you know, relationships or love or a career or something else, because you don't trust that, um, you know, you'll be able to to get something like that or better at some point in the future. And so you feel like you need to, you know, desperately cling on to the small little breadcrumbs that you have. I don't know, but I'd encourage you to really dig deeper than just the surface level thing of like, oh yeah, you know, uh, I went through a breakup, but I went to the gym and lifted some heavy weights, so I'm over it now, right? I'm, you know, sure, go ahead, lift weights. It's probably good for your health. Um, but don't expect it to be some sort of miracle solution that's going to solve all of your, you know, internal emotional problems. I mean, again, there are a lot of amazing benefits that you can have from doing things like that. You want to dig deeper here. You want to dig past the point where you think you have it all together and say, like, what's on the other side of that? You know, um, if you've watched some of my recent videos, um, I've told you over the past Oh, what's it been now? Maybe three months or so. I've been dealing with a lot of stressful things in my own personal life. Um, you know, my mother has had some health issues recently. Uh, she had a, she had a, 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 a COVID infection, and then she had a stroke, and then she had a heart attack, all within a span of you know maybe three months or so. You know, it's been a, a pretty stressful ordeal for me. Um, you know, of course, uh, having to deal with the practicalities of it. Uh, but also just dealing emotionally with the the whole uh, uh, idea that my mom might pass away, that like this could be it, this could be the end of uh, my mom's story, and um, you know I might have to uh, confront the idea of living in a world without her. Growing up with with just her and me, you know she was a single mother. Um, I have a I have a pretty good um, connection with her, so. You know, if, if, if she's going to go sometime soon, it would be uh, a difficult thing for me to go through. The thing that was helpful for me in dealing with all of this was to um, really just not resist those feelings, not resist those feelings of, of fear, of loss, of um, regret, of, of, of anything else that might have been coming up, and to instead just sit with them, not run away from them, not block them off, not, you know, weld the door shut on them or anything like that and pretend that they're not there, but to just welcome them in and to sit with them and feel them and to learn to find peace with that, with that thought. Because, you know, at some point, this is going to be the last, uh, you know, couple of moments that my mom is around. I don't know if that's going to be anytime soon. I don't know if it's going to be years from now, but at some point it will happen. I had to kind of sit with that whole experience and learn to find peace with it. And when you find peace with it, what happens is you no longer are running away from it. It's no longer this sort of like off limits thing that 
that's going to destroy you or crush you or anything like that if it actually goes down that way. I mean, don't get me wrong, when my mom finally does pass away, it's probably going to have a pretty heavy effect on me, but um, um, I think I'm better equipped to handle it because I've put in the effort and work to emotionally accept um, all of these sorts of things. Going back to you and your situation, when it comes to neediness, when it comes to validation seeking, when it comes to desperation, you know, what is it that's on the other side of that? Is it, is it fear that you're not good enough? Is it fear that um, no one's going to ever love you if, if like one person rejects you or something like that? Is it fear that, you know, you're not, um, I don't know, a man or a woman because, you know, you can't get a relationship or you can't get someone interested in you? Is, is it something else? Is it, is it fear that like you can't get what you want or something like that? I don't know. But I'd encourage you to just sit with that. I'd encourage you to just sort of sit with that darkness, sit with that fear, sit with that painful energy, sit with that, um, you know, whatever it might be for you. And instead of running away from it, instead of hiding from it, instead of distracting yourself from it, start to come to peace with it. You know, there's so many ways that people try to avoid these sorts of feelings. You know, they might uh, numb themselves out with like alcohol or drugs or some other sort of uh, compulsive addiction kind of thing. They might procrastinate on trying to go out and date someone or trying to contact someone or trying to ask someone out or something like that. They might text message template. If I learned the right clever one-liners or pickup lines or something like that, then I'd be better equipped to handle the situation so I wouldn't be rejected. I mean, you know, again, don't get me wrong. There's, there's benefit in learning how to um, navigate through the social world and how to, you know, cultivate things like a sense of humor and... Uh, charm and all that sort of stuff, but it's not going to take the place of healing some sort of deep core wound that could be causing you to feel needy or insecure or anxious or validation seeking or something like that. If you can just get this thing handled on a deep level, number one, you're probably not going to need the lines as much anyway because you're going to know that you're going to be okay no matter what happens. And uh, number two, you're going to naturally start to say the right things anyway because it's going to be coming from a place of, I trust myself. I trust myself to, to know what to do next in, in whatever the situation might be. And then the next thing I want to also talk about here is, um, you know, yeah, realistically, uh, you know, you might go for something. You might ask someone out. You might... Um, ask them to meet up with you, you might send them a message, you might, uh, uh, you know, contact them on the dating app or whatever. You might ask them to be in a relationship with you. And maybe it doesn't go the way that you want it to, right? Maybe they say no, maybe they say they're not interested, or, uh, <laughs> you know, when I was single, um, I was always really afraid of, you know, the, the, the big dramatic rejection from a woman, you know, the, the slap in the face or the throwing the drink at you or something like that. I mean, I, I don't know if that actually happens in real life, you know, when, when you're just a, a regular guy walking up to a woman in a totally regular sort of way and you're like, hey, I saw you and I wanted to come say hello. Like, I, don't, I don't think that actually happens um, <laughs> unless she's just in a really bad mood or unless the guy just has uh, really poor social skills or something. The bad thing that you could be fearing, it could happen. Like, let, let's, let's be honest about that. And the important thing here is that you understand the difference between um, what happened 
and the story that you're telling yourself about what happened. So, you know, um, there you are. You're, you're, you're worried about feeling needy, desperate, validation-seeking, all that sort of stuff. You're worried that, you know, if you ask someone to, to, to meet up with you, to get together with you, that it's going to look needy, and so you, you hold back, and so you decide to play some mind games or something like that. Um, and, you know, for whatever reason, however it works, um, they don't want to meet up with you, either, either because, you know, the mind games didn't work or because you got over it and you just decided, okay, I'm not going to um, let it hold me back. I'm just going to ask them out or whatever. And uh, they, they, they don't want to meet up with you, right? What we want to do is we want to be very clear to ourselves about the difference between what happened and the story that we're telling ourselves about what happened. So, you know, if they, if, if they don't want to go out with you, that's it. They said, hey, I don't want to go out with you. You know, whatever it is that they said. They didn't say, you know, hey, you're, you're, you're a worthless person. On behalf of all humanity, I reject you or anything like that, right? Uh, you know, it, they're not saying that, you know, yeah, your, your mom or your dad or whatever was right, you're unlovable or anything. No, they, they just said, no, I don't want to go out on a date with you, right? And so the more you're able to just sit with what actually happened instead of further agitating the situation and stirring the pot by telling yourself some story that I'm not worthy of love, this is proof, uh, I'm not the kind of guy that women want to be with, I'm not the kind of woman that guys want to be with, whatever. The more you tell yourself these sorts of stories, the more you're just agitating this, and the more you're just adding more drama to all of this, which is just going to up the stakes for you and cause you to, to, to be more needy, more desperate, more validation seeking. I mean, you know, think about it this way. Like if, if, if you were to just walk up to someone and say, hey, I, I, I think uh, you're, you're an interesting person. I'd love to get to know you. You're free this weekend, right? Um, and that's all it was, a lot less stress. But if you're like, okay, you know what? I got to go up and I got to um, ask this person out. And, you know, if I do, then that means that I'm okay, I'm worthy of love, that, that you know, so-and-so back in high school who rejected me, um, you know, they, they don't know what they're talking about, and that I am okay. And that if, if they do say no, then that means that, oh my gosh, like maybe I really am not worthy of love. And maybe, maybe, maybe all those times that I wanted someone and they didn't want me back, maybe, maybe it's some sort of reflection of me and my value as a person. Maybe this world isn't meant for me, right? And, you know, trust me, I've been there so many times. I've told myself so many stories over the years about um, all the reasons why I'm not worthy of love. You know, I'm too short. I'm, I'm some, you know, weird half white, half Asian person. Um, uh, I don't come from a great family. My, my parents were divorced, all that sort of stuff. And um, there's all sorts of stories that I could tell myself that I could, that I could play into. Um, but the point is, is that doesn't have anything to do with whatever's going on in the moment, most likely. Um, it's really just, hey, you know, there's someone who's interesting. There's someone uh, who I want to connect with. There's someone who I want to, um, you know, ask out or be in a relationship with. Let's just take that next step. So your responsibility in all of this is to simply just know what you want and to go after it and to, to not let old emotions that you're holding on to pull you into something that's not there. 
some story from your past, some previous rejection, some narrative that you're afraid of about your worth or your value or whatever. And if you can do that, like if you can sit with those fears that you have and work through them and know that you're going to be okay on the other side, that's going to help you a lot. Um, but also, if you can just differentiate in your mind between the, the story that you're telling yourself and what actually happened, then that's going to also help you a lot as well too. Anyway, if this has been something that you found useful and if it is, has been something that you'd like to take to a deeper level, um, I'd love to have you check out our course called Emotional Freedom. It's over at modernlove.life slash EF. You can go ahead and find it down in the description box below if you need a link for that. But thank you so much. Take care. And if you haven't already, make sure you give me some love by hitting that thumbs up button. Take care and I'll talk to you next time.